This 17 News at Noon podcast is brought to you by Clinica Sierra Vista. Welcome back to the 17 News at Noon podcast, where we share your news on your schedule. It's been more than a week since we've gotten an update on the spread of COVID-19 in Kern County, and the latest data shows the virus spreading quickly after the holidays. A look at the latest numbers coming up. Plus, support pouring in for a police canine wounded over the weekend in an officer-involved shooting. What we know so far about the investigation. And a winter snowstorm is just adding to the agony of travelers still stuck trying to get home from the holidays. A look at cancellations across the country on this Monday, January 3rd, 2022. Good afternoon and thanks for joining us for 17 News at Noon. I'm Maddie Jansen and we begin with some breaking political news. Mike Maggard has announced he will not seek a fifth term on the Kern County Board of Supervisors. Maggard sent the announcement out just minutes ago. In his statement, he says he wants to spend more time with his children and grandchildren after 30 years of elected service to the community. He thanked his family, staff, and voters of Kern County for their years of support. Maggard said he'll work through the rest of his term to help complete current projects and initiatives. Meantime, Maggard's chief of staff, Jeff Flores, is seeking a run for the slot. In a statement, he said, quote, I would be honored to continue serving the residents of the 3rd District and will be making an announcement in the next few weeks. Coronavirus in Kern County now. Once again, the virus is thriving, evident by today's concerning update showing a flood of new cases. More than 3,000 people have been infected with COVID-19 in the past week, according to Public Health. Although this is the first time health officials have given an update in a week, the data shows the virus is rapidly spreading following the holidays. Nearly 700 people tested positive just two days after Christmas. However, the Omicron variant has not yet been confirmed in Kern County, although health officials say it usually takes longer to confirm the variant variant of a positive test. No new deaths were reported today. State data shows 108 people are in local hospitals with the virus. 32 are being treated in local ICU beds. The FDA expanded Pfizer's emergency use authorization, approving COVID-19 booster shots for kids ages 12 to 15. Also, the time between their primary vaccination and the booster has been lowered to five months, down from six. The FDA says data showed no new safety concerns after looking at data from Israel on 6,300 kids in that age group who received a Pfizer booster dose. Also, the booster dose continues to show a greatly improved antibody response to the Omicron variant. Hello, this is Tim Callahan with Clinica Sierra Vista, and we're excited to unveil the Community Health Center of the Future, our comprehensive care center. It's located right across the street from Memorial Hospital. We have every service under one roof, from family medicine, OBGYN care, dental services for adults and children, behavioral health, and much more. So find your way to better care at Clinica Sierra Vista this year at our comprehensive care center. Visit our website, clinicasierravista.org, for the latest on this project. We'll see you soon. New video shows what unfolded during a chaotic scene from over the weekend. A suspect is in unknown condition and a police dog in a veterinary hospital after an officer-involved shooting in McFarland. A calm New Year's night in McFarland erupted in sirens, then gunfire. According to a Delano Police Department Facebook post, McFarland officers made a, quote, high-risk traffic stop hey, around 8.30 p.m. Saturday. The stop was initiated on Sherwood Avenue at San Lucas Street, just east of the 99 in McFarland. When the suspect didn't exit the car, McFarland PD called for help from the Delano Police Department, requesting their canine unit. 
as the standoff stretched on a crowd gathered near the scene as multiple people in the crowd plead with the driver to surrender. Just give up, man. Your familia's right here, dog. They don't need to see that Canine Axel is released. The driver opens the door and then at least 30 shots. According to Delano PD, Axel was wounded and rushed to the hospital. Officers pulled the driver out of the car and one officer retrieves an object from the scene and places it on the hood of a cruiser. And that was 17's Chris Burton reporting. Still waiting for an update from KCSO and McFarland Police Department on this shooting. Meantime, prayers from the community are pouring in for the wounded canine Axel. A Facebook post from the Delano Police Department asks the community to keep the pup and his handler in your prayers. Making news around the state, beaches from Orange County to Los Angeles were closed over the holiday weekend after as many as 7 million gallons of untreated wastewater spilled into the Pacific Ocean. The spill happened after a series of late December storms brought heavy rainfall to the area last week. Officials said a section of Los Angeles County run uh, sewage system collapsed, sending untreated wastewater to an already overwhelmed storm drains that lead to the sea. Beaches soiled by the spill are expected to remain closed until testing a water sample shows bacteria levels are within state standards. And now to one of our signature issues, pedestrian safety. After learning we set a new record last year for pedestrian fatalities in Kern County, police are searching for the driver after a hit and run crash that left a person seriously hurt in Central Bakersfield. Officers were called to Union Avenue near Truxton Avenue just after 630 last night. The victim was found in the road and rushed to the hospital. Police say the driver sped away from the scene. And a man who was hit and killed by a train on New Year's Day has been identified as a 30-year-old McFarland man, Danny Alvarez Jr. The coroner says he was struck in the area of Pond Road and Highway 43. Alvarez was pronounced dead at the scene. And two people were hit and killed on New Year's Eve in two separate incidents. The first crash happened on Pacheco Road near South Union Avenue just after 6.30 Friday night. Police say alcohol and speeding do not appear to be factors. And just minutes later, police say another man was killed in a hit and run crash in southwest Bakersfield. Officers were called to Callaway Drive near the Westside Parkway just before 7 p.m. When they arrived, they found a man in the road as a witness tried to perform CPR. BPD says the driver sped away in a Ford SUV headed east on Marby Grange Way. These last two crashes bring us to 56 pedestrian fatalities for 2021. That's an unfortunate inc increase in the fatality rate compared to 30 in 2020, 31 in 2019, 20 in 2018, and the previous record of 41 in 2017. Bakersfield police are asking for your help finding a runaway teen. Antonio Gutierrez was last seen Friday on Pine Ridge Way in Northwest Bakersfield. BPD says Gutierrez is considered at risk due to his age and for making suicidal statements before he disappeared. Police say Gutierrez is 15 years old, 6 feet tall, weighing 160 pounds with brown hair and brown eyes. If you know anything that could help find him, you're encouraged to call police. The first babies of 2022 are here. Asaya Diaz. He was born in Memorial Hospital just six minutes after midnight. He's 20 inches long, weighing 6 pounds, 7 ounces. 17 News wants to wish the Diaz family a big congratulations and happy new year. And almost exactly two hours later, the world welcomed baby Mikhail Anaya. He was born at 2.05 at Adventist Health Bakersfield at 20 and a half inches long, 8 pounds, 11 ounces. Congratulations to the Anaya family as well.
Making news around the nation, inches of snow are piling up as a winter storm slams parts of New Jersey and Delaware. The governor of New Jersey declared a snow emergency in advance of today's storm. Snow is piling up in parts of New Jersey while some areas are seen street flooding. It's all quite a change from the weekend when temperatures were in the 50s and 60s. Nearby in Delaware, the scene is the same snow blowing sideways. And this is just one more problem added to the post holiday travel nightmare, causing a turbulent start to 2022. Over the weekend, mass flight cancellations and delays impacted thousands of travelers nationwide, and many airlines and airports are still trying to catch up. Tom Costello has more. The hope this morning that today is a day of recovery and rebound for airlines and stranded passengers after a week of mass cancellations. But instead, another challenging day is shaping up. Even more delays and more cancellations. With January storms and the rampant spread of the Omicron variant proving too much for airlines and airports. Well, they already pushed my flight back twice, so I might miss my connection. Nearly 1,800 TSA officers off the job with COVID. On Sunday, FlightAware showing 2,700 canceled flights, more than 9,000 delays, all part of more than 12,000 cancellations over the last week. Among the airport's hardest hit, Denver, Chicago O'Hare, and Atlanta. It's usually a well-oiled machine here, and it runs very smoothly. Today, it just isn't that way. Jen Fabian and her dad came to Florida for the Gator Bowl, but the weekend took a turn when Delta canceled their flight home. After more delays caused them to miss a connection, they finally made it back home 22 hours later. Just felt like every time my phone buzzed, it was a, a text from United saying your flight was delayed. You just get to the point where you're like, okay, the trip isn't fun anymore. All of it coming at the worst time for passengers and airlines alike. The demand was higher, the stakes were higher. And there are more people who are traveling, so it's harder to accommodate them on whatever flights are left. If your flight is delayed or canceled last minute, try to rebook yourself using the airline's app or an airport kiosk. If you have airline lounge access, consider seeing an agent there. One silver lining, airlines are trying to cancel or delay flights in advance. So keep checking your reservation. Just stay on top of it because the earlier you spot a problem, the easier it is to deal with. Houchin Community Blood Bank is sharing its New Year's resolution to end the blood shortage. And to do so, they want to help a lucky donor with their resolution if that happens to be getting fit. The Blood Bank is giving away a Peloton. Current Family Healthcare sponsored this month's promotion. Anyone who donates during the month of January will automatically be entered to win. Platelet donors have the opportunity for multiple entries since a donor can donate every seven days. To donate, appointments are recommended. You can make one at hcbb.com or by calling the number on your screen. That's 323-4222. The 17 News at Noon podcast is a production of KGET and Nexstar Media Group. For more on all of the headlines in today's show, head to KGET.com.